Hello and welcome back to Goswick Lane. We have a special guest, just one because this guy's been on the show a few times already. It's actually kind of we're gonna it's kind of our show now. This is what this is gonna be when when Genty's here. It's gonna be our show. So our special guest, welcome Lindsay. Thank you from Central Title. Central Title is a closing agency. Is that how you would say that? Mm-hmm. That Title when. Company. A what now? Title company. Title company. Okay, that's better. That's why I'm not yeah. in your shoes over there. <laughs> we put your name on your seat like a famous person. So what she does is she closes jobs out. She does title for purchases and sales. And we really just want to deep dive into her brain and her job today as much as possible within 20 minutes of what she does and how we can better educate people agents, customers that are going through the closing process. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Thanks. First of all, tell me a little bit about yourself. How long have you been doing this? So January will actually be five years. Okay. So right after I think Genty started in uh, about the same estate. time. Yeah, just about the same time. So five years. Yep. You guys work together a lot? A lot. A lot. Yeah. yeah. She's she's one of those that I can call anytime. Okay. Um Always available. And if she doesn't know the answer, she gets it. So as, as an agent, are you at the the title company that's chosen? Who gets to do that? Uh, generally, it's the seller. Okay. Can you steer? I mean, you can request. The buyers can request. Um, you know, I equate it again to hiring an agent. You're going to marry these people for 30 to 45 yeah. days. And so if you do have poor communication, then the file can lack. You could The buyers can get frustrated. The sellers can get yeah. frustrated. But if you have somebody that can communicate well, like Lindsay does, and her team, then it makes it smooth, easy. So if you got – I mean, it's the same same aspect, right? You got a good You got a good real estate agent. You can get stuff done quicker because you're communicating better. You got a good closing agent. You can get stuff done quicker. Hey, let me ask you a question. How come you can't close a house in like 10 days? Well, a lot of agents think that you can, and they think you can have a, you know, it's cash. We're going to close it in seven days. But a lot of them don't understand what we do necessarily, that we have to research every file just the same way, no matter if it's cash or it has a lender. Now, of course, when it's cash, we don't have a lender, so you do take out if, if the lender has a delay. But as far as the actual research that we do into title, it takes the same amount of time, whether or not it's cash or it has a lender. Okay. Um, so this that's an expectation a lot of people have that's cash, so it should be done just like that, and that's that's not always the case. And that's not just agents. That's yeah, that's, that's buyers and, mm-hmm. and sellers, too. They think, oh, I have plenty of people that call me and say, hey, uh, when, I'm, I'm going to bring a sack of money to title them. <laughs> no, yeah. you're not. Unless you want to do like a quip deed. Is that what it's called? Quip? <laughs> quip deed? Quit claim deed. Yeah, yeah. you don't want to. Don't do that. Yeah. yeah. You don't <laughs> I have a lot of people that. Investors call me and say, "Yeah, I did that." And I'm like, "I wouldn't do that." Yeah, no, because you don't know what's going to come back to you. Exactly. Right. That's that's what we do. It's mm-hmm. basically just a, a piece of paper transferring without doing any research, right? Absolutely. Okay. Exactly. Well, and that's exactly. another another thing that th- that Lindsay does is if um, I have a scenario, I can call with that scenario, and she's going to walk me through that. Even though there's not a file there per se, I'm going to bring the file there. Yeah. Or I'm going to bring that scenario there. Even if I'm not working the deal, if it's okay. just a for sale by owner, I'll send them, you know, to Lindsay because I know that I can check up on it if it's a close friend of mine and they're doing a 
deal to do. Okay. Why? We're going to talk about why, and then we're going to talk about how. Why do we go through the closing process? Well, just like you said, once you, when you do a deed just from one person to one person, you don't have any other research that goes into that. Okay. So what we do when we open a file, we're going to start researching through the deed records to make sure there's no outstanding liens. There's no what's called cloud and title. It could be a problem in the title, the chain okay. of title. Um, so we're going to make sure there's no outstanding liens, that there aren't heirs from 50 years ago that were never dealt with, that now have an interest in the property mm. that nobody knew about, okay. that there's not tax liens or judgments against you know the sellers that are going to come up, could come up later if we don't address them before we close to make sure that you have a clear title to the, to the property that you're okay. purchasing. That's good. So... Let's let's walk through the process, and uh, you kind of went into it there. But the typical time frame for a normal deal is about how long? Generally, about thirty days. Okay. So, um, like if we've closed a file before, like say we closed it in twenty seventeen, mm-hmm. and and we've already done all the research prior to that. Okay. So that could be a pretty quick turnaround because we only have to come forward from twenty seventeen. Okay. But when you start talking about acreage or family homes that have been in the you know, in the family for years and years, we have to research sometimes back to the sovereignty of Texas. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Through that sounds like a lot of work. It's a lot Lindsay. of work. Yeah, yeah. It, the abstractors that do all that, they're, they're special people. I could Ooh. never do that job. So you don't do back that far? I, I do not. Is there I a certain abstract. level that you go back to? That's I, called abstract? It's called abstract. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and I don't do that at all. They okay. find all that stuff, and then what they do is call prepare me what's called a commitment, a title commitment. Okay. And essentially what that is, is a document that says, here are all the things that we have to clear up before we can close. And if we can do all that, we can issue a, an insurance policy to you. Okay. So they find all that stuff for me. They are a special group of ladies. What happens when abstract finds these heirs? Do they start calling those people? Nope. That's where we come in. That's okay. when you get work. They're he does. <laughs> we do, yeah. Here's a, y'all just give him a list. This is what we found. With the, this is these what we people, found. Yeah. Do it's not trace, that easy. Do y'all trace down <laughs> the heirs for him, or is that your She's job? She's really good point? about <laughs> tracing down heirs before I can get to them. Sometimes I can get to them, but a lot of times she's like, I'll call this person, this, you know, yeah, private investigator. Man, yes. And then you got to do, do you have a, a skip tracing? Anything that does skip trace? Mm-hmm. Skip trace is just like a, a software you can land men use it. And they basically put the uh, address of the property in, and it finds like 18 phone numbers for the people oh, wow. that could own it. Yeah. Um, but you cannot you cannot have a skip tracing program unless you show validity to the company that offers that program. It's pretty interesting. Huh. Well, That's we just we just closed a deal like that. That I think I found the guy on Facebook and mm-hmm. um, chased him down. Was trying to get him to sign. It didn't have anything to do with him. He wasn't gonna have any wasn't gonna have to pay anything but he mm-hmm. didn't he didn't want to sign and so we we had to f- alternatively why didn't he want to sign and what uh, was it what was the situation of why he had to sign without without you it, know it was attorney client privilege or whatever it was an error in deeds from many 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 years ago okay uh essentially um without giving out too much information he deeded a lot of property to somebody else that he didn't intend to do right oh. so or really wherever he closed it whoever right. whoever closed that file okay unintentionally did that or in, well or i think the problem with that was he didn't close it at a title company he just went uh, to an attorney and got him to draw up a deed and they did the deed wrong 
And so you have to you have to go through the mo. I mean, that's what makes these fouls hard. And if you don't have the right team on them, they can fall apart, or they'll let them fall apart. Uh, I deal with a lot of lenders, and I tell lenders the same thing. I don't want to know what the problem is. I want to know how we can fix the problem. Yeah, and that's what yeah she's good at. Her team's good. at. We talked about Central Title in the beginning. Just that's where you work, but we close about eighty percent of our stuff at Central. But very very pleased. Great great team there. So. Let's plug them. If you got to close something, let's go to Central Title. They do a good job. Thank you. And just give give all your abstract work <laughs> to Lindsay. N- no, you want she wants all the mobile homes. No. She loves mobile no, homes. I closed a mobile home, um, I think a year and a half ago. She's still working on that <laughs> one. Still working on it. <laughs> okay. They get me every time. So you said typical closing time is about thirty days for a normal project. For There's. Normal. There's things that are going to take 45, maybe 60, maybe longer. And there's some that if you only have to go back to 2015, 2017, Mm -hmm. you can close a little bit quicker than that. 30 days. What's your, you get a file, Mm -hmm. you dive in. What's the first thing you're doing? Researching. Okay. They're doing, the the ladies in the abstract. What are you, abstracts researching. Mm -hmm. The, The first thing they do is start pulling deeds, pulling deeds. Looking for... How do they do that? How do they even pull a deed? Like internet a or... Lot, well, so a lot of them have been put online, but kay. we are actually the oldest title plant in Longview, so we kay. have all the original actual deeds. Central title does? We have them, yes. Wow, that's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody else no, has there, those? Uh-uh, we have them. There's, okay. there's a lot of... When we need surveys and stuff like that, there's just one place to go. Things like that come up, any type of uh Oh, I need a survey, by the way. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up. That's, you know, we talk about it, and that's how Text you get it to me. And I'll, okay. I'll look it up later. Awesome. This is good. I got See? I got sidetracked. Now, like I'm she thinking. charge like, you. Yes, that's fine. <laughs> no. Somebody would charge us. No, uh, yeah. Somebody would charge So, okay, okay. Abstract starts doing their so thing. They're going to do that. They're going to look for any, like I said, anything that's been filed of record that would be against the property. So, it could be federal tax liens. It could be marriages, divorces deaths work work cleans or what do you call that mm-hmm. um like if you if somebody's working for you and you don't pay them they can put a oh a mechanic lane mechanic lane oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. yeah that would be one thing that mm-hmm. abstract would find okay mm-hmm. um so we'll look for marriages divorces okay deaths heirs um anything like that and they're going to compile all that information and let one of our title examiners look at it Okay, so then what we'll do is we send that to underwriters. So just like lenders have underwriters, so do we. Okay. And an underwriter is going to pick it up and say, yep, I'm willing to insure this property if you can clear up these five things. And it could be we need a survey. What is an underwriter? They're the people who insure the. Okay, so you're, it's an insurance policy mm-hmm. for your title work saying that this is good. They won't. They won't insure it if it's not good, right? Correct. And Correct. they said Correct. that you said that's the five things. Okay, change it, and then they say yes, we will insure on the basis of the information that you've given us. Mm-hmm. That if something were to happen or goes wrong after this, right? Your if we power claim. If we've missed something okay. or if something was fraudulently done or something, you have an insurance policy up to the amount that the house was sold for. And a lot of people don't know that. I've always, I mean, I knew what title, what title policy, I knew that title policy was always there, but I would have not have known that that all that stuff goes in before that. I didn't before I got into real estate. Okay. There's, there's there's a lot of agents that really don't. And, um, I actually asked Genty once, 
nicely, but like, what do agents learn about what we do? And he was like, honestly, nothing. I mean, there's not a whole lot. I mean, unless we have someone now, central titles come in a couple different title companies have come into our office during our sales training meeting, but they're really talking about their fees. They're talking about, you know, they're, they're not getting in depth. Okay. And I think it's good to get in depth because as a real estate agent, we know what, what our objective is, but in order to fully, you know, make the deal as smooth as possible and know what's going on, we need to know as much details as possible, especially about title work. So do you guys ever do uh, from central title, do you ever go into real estate agencies and do any kind of training or anything? I've gotten volunteered to do that. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the answer is yes, but not necessarily if we're willingly. Invited, huh? Okay. If we're invited. Yeah. Okay. That'd be, a, I mean, it'd be a great service, right? To go in so you can educate them so that, you know, they understand the process. So when you explain something to them, say, Hey, it's probably going to be, and you're, you're probably working on variables on timelines. Mm-hmm. I would assume it's like, mm-hmm. I can't tell you that's going to be four days from right. now. I can tell you that maybe it's going to be between 15 and 35 or something. Yeah. As an agent, we just call every day and ask. Yes. Hey, Y'all do? Is it done? Uh-huh. Is it done? I spend the done? vast majority of my day just like on the phone. When are we closing? When are we closing? <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't have to do that, <laughs> you'd probably get more done. Uh-huh. Like how many phone calls do you get a day? Are, hey, are we closing today? Are we, are we closing tomorrow? 15 a day? <laughs> yes. Are you kidding me? No. How many of those are Genty? A lot. Genty Patel. Like if, mean, you, if you scrolled through my call log right now, it's like only my husband and Genty pretty much. <laughs> Do you think it's going to get done faster if you call her 17 times? Do you yeah. think she forgot about you? Well, she'll want me to quit calling. Yeah. <laughs> that's the theory at, at least. You know all real estate agents are prima donna. All right, I mean, a- the thing is like... The eight, so you have two agents generally, so yeah. both of them are calling, and then, yeah. you know, if they relay that to their you know, people, and their people are like, I'm not happy with that, then they'll call me. Oh, so I'm gosh. talking to the buyer and the seller, and then the lender's calling. When are we getting title work? So, I mean, there okay. could be five people. Man. <laughs> calling me. I, I've taken it way too easy on you guys. <laughs> so, okay. If, I'm going to be real here for a second. Are you at it hard enough, like that his calls are interrupting you, and that if or who, like you would get it done quicker if he would quit calling you, or or sometimes do you need that that subtle slap in the face reminder? Um, I mean, I try to stay on top of everything. I think Jindy pretty well knows that, like, if I don't get him an answer within an hour, I've forgotten. Okay. So he'll call me back. So okay, so the calls sometimes are legitimate. Same thing. If if she's asked me for. Uh, payoff requests, and I didn't get it for her. She's going to be like, uh, did you read your email? Yeah. I'm the sticky note queen, though. Okay. Like, that's how I keep my sanity. It's just yeah. like sticky notes everywhere. So if I'm waiting on something. Are they in a line, or are they just like they're everywhere? They're just sporadic. Okay. Yeah, they're everywhere. Wherever um, there's an open mm-hmm, space. But once I get an answer, I just throw it away. So Okay, you cleared it. Mm-hmm. You cleared it when it's done. Yeah. Okay. Good, good good way to do it, too. Yeah, I mean, you keep keep up with it. Unless... You happen to lose it like a sticky note falls off your desk. No, I have had one get stuck to something, and I found it like a long time later. And okay. I was like, oh, I remember. That's why I forgot that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, there you go. At least you know. That's a sticky note. At least you know. All right. So we made it through abstract. Uh-huh. We've made it through. Uh, we just made it through underwriting. Mm-hmm. What happens now? So now we're going to type a title commitment, and that's a document that details exactly what we need to 
get an insurance policy issued. Okay. So it's going to list like... Like a homeowner's insurance policy, basically? A title policy. Oh, title policy. So title policy, you only pay for it one time. You don't pay for it every year like you would do a homeowner's insurance policy. Um, You just pay for it one time, and it's good till you die or sell your house or whatever. Um, It's a one-time premium. Um, So we're going to type a title commitment that says we need a we need a payoff. We need a marital status affidavit or if we've got heirs, we're going to need these heirs to sign out. Um we're going to have to track them down. Okay. So that's when I'll email that to Gentine and I'm like, "Hey, look what we need. We're going to need I need payoff information so I can get that ordered." And that'll be of course the seller's payoff okay. or if we have a judgment, we're going to have to start working on getting a release of the judgment. Um if someone's gotten a divorce, we have to make sure that they were now that they're selling, or were they granted the property in the divorce? Okay. If they weren't, now I'm going to have to go find their ex-spouse and get a deed out of them, you know? Okay. Um, so that's when we're going to tap the commitment that has all the requirements that we're going to need to meet in order to close. Okay. This so is good. This is really good information. It is. It is. Yeah. For two reasons. If you want to be a escrow officer <laughs> or a closer, like if you want your job title to say closer, closer. like – I'm a man, I'm a man, I'm a man, <laughs> or woman. <laughs> then you're being an ESCO officer. Yep. So title policy and underwriting is kind of the same thing, but it's not. It's the underwriting that makes the title policy happen. Yep. When we get to title policy, all those things are done. Yep. Are we ready to close? You issue a title policy after we close. After so, you close. So okay. I'm going to get that payoff. I'm going to get you know, divorce, whatever we need, whatever yep. was listed on there that we have to get. You keep saying close. divorce. Does this happen a lot? All, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I deal with a lot too. Okay. A lot of divorces. Um, so once I've, once I've gotten everything I need, um, a survey, payoff, et cetera, um, then we can close. So then, you know, the lender will send all their documents to me because another thing that we do is we're the middleman between the buyers and the sellers mm-hmm. and the lender. So we're dealing with the lenders as well. So we'll send all of our title work to the lender, the commitment to the lender. Um, and then they send all of ours to their underwriter to review to make sure okay. that they approve of everything that we found. So then they review it and okay. they send us what's called a closing disclosure. And that's when we start working on numbers for you know, the buyers. Okay. I've always wondered, there was this, a few situations that we've been through on closings. Mm-hmm where we don't know what we're bringing to the table until, like, it's, like, now. Is there any way to get that? Like, most of the time, it's, like, hey, you're, we're closing, and uh, maybe we're expecting to bring 15, and we're, and we're going to have to bring 30. This has happened to us a few times. Oh, okay. And how, how does a buyer avoid that or have, and it's usually, like, hey, we thought you were going to do 15, but it's 35 now, and we're closing tomorrow. Is there any way to prepare better for that as a as a buyer, or can I say, hey, can we push that closing back like three days? Because you got absolutely, like, we I move mean, money around all the time, right? Right. You can't move thirty grand around in four hours. You're gonna need to get with your lender. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lender problem. Okay, that's good. Yeah. yeah, I mean the lender, the lender's the one that decides what your what your terms are. Mm-hmm. They're basically just putting it on a piece of paper. Put well, they already put. They, uh, the lender send it over to them. Mm-hmm. They print it out, and they're just having you sign. Okay, that you're in agreement That's and good. notarize it. So don't. So your situation's a little different. So since you're an investor, most of your properties are sold on what's called a HUD statement. Okay. Um, most most buyers are going to be what's on a closing disclosure. 
Um, All right, tell me the difference. Usually the HUDs are just for like investment properties or cash deals. Okay. And closing disclosures are issued by lenders that okay. are, you know, like a residential property. personal property. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so lenders are supposed to release their closing disclosure to their buyers three days prior to closing. Okay. They're so supposed typical to. Typical three days. Okay. Yep. yep. Well, now that I know that. That doesn't days. always happen. No. But I it's mean, supposed to. <laughs> yeah. Run that down. They're, they're supposed, the lender's supposed to re- release it to you. But most of the time, uh, it's the day before. Okay. Um, but I mean, they have to balance, and they want the numbers to be right. You got taxes, right. you got all different types of fees and uh, real estate commission. So it's got to be balanced pretty close to the time you're closing, not okay. two weeks before. Okay. So lenders going to send us all their fees, so we put all their fees into our system, and you know we send closing disclosures back and forth between okay. me and the lender until ours. So you match. get it right. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. What can we or say what can an agent, a buyer, or a seller do to make your job, I mean, your job is your job, right? right. It's, it's not easy. Um, but what can they do to make your job a little bit easier through that whole process? One thing you're really good about is... Oh, don't toot his horn. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I have a lot of agents that are really good at a lot of things. Um, I say I have. There's, you know that use me primarily but um like you always seem to find out whether or not someone's been divorced or they're getting a divorce mm-hmm. or someone's deceased or, or something like that whereas there's a lot of agents that'll just send me a file and all of a sudden you know we've been researching it for two weeks and now two weeks later I have to be like hey is your seller in the middle of a divorce right now mm. and they're like oh yeah mm-hmm. oh information could hey. or or yeah. Did the seller just pass away like three months ago? Is this actually their daughter? And they're like, oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm oh. Like, okay, that that would have been great to know two yeah. weeks ago. We could have really gotten ahead of some stuff. Okay, there. that's good. That, that's really well, good. Well, trying to know your task. Again, one, one of my things is I want it to flow as, fa- as easy mm-hmm. and fast as possible for my clients. And um, if I don't give her all the details that how is she supposed to know. Well, you're giving her those details because you understand the process of right. title. Which well, right. I, we're going right. to find it out, but right. I, I would rather know on day one or day two instead yeah. of getting two weeks into it, and now we're having to track down heirs that live mm-hmm. all across the country, and maybe they don't want to sell mom's house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, you get into stuff like that. And you guys don't, your company doesn't charge unless you close, right? Right. Correct. Yeah. So if they, it cancels and you, I work on it for 45 days, that's That just, just happened that's today. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Can you turn down a job? Like, if you get... Say ten days into it, an abstract's like, "There's 170 heirs on this property, or there could be." Can y'all just say, "Hey, we're gonna wash"? Can you I've ever never do that? seen them do that. No. Not, I mean, I you, would. Uh, the, the, the object is to get the deal done. Yeah, that's true. And and the same thing with me. You know, I, I want. I'm not saying I want, but I like doing the hard deals. You do really. Yeah, I, I tell people that I feel like I'm my best when my back's up against the wall, okay. and. A lot of people don't like to do mobile home hard deals, but those why deals, are mobile homes hard to do? Because uh, you got to file them with the state, state and okay. I mean, it's just basically like having a car. It's got a title like a car, so you're right. you're working on the actual physical property, and with the state of Texas to like so transfer the title of the mobile home. So like a a regular house, 
is all considered as one, mm-hmm. where the mobile home has the title and you have the land and you're working mm-hmm. it all together. Wow. Okay. That's yeah. interesting. And the state of Texas gives you heck. What about like a if I bought a mobile home park? Would that just be a nightmare? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Get ready. Yeah. Might be doing that. Now, you well, won't be closing that one with me. Miss Beverly will take care of that. Okay. She's she's our commercial. She does a lot of our commercial deals. Miss like Beverly. Miss let's Beverly. let's say if Miss Beverly Beverly is watching, we love Miss Beverly. We've closed <laughs> a few things with her. And she is a hard-nosed closer, and she will tell you what she needs and when she needs it and how Uh she needs it. I do appreciate it. She's very upfront, very upfront about what she needs. She's also very upfront when we make a mistake as the party that is closing, (laughs) which we have. And yeah, so but we need to know those things. She does take the time to educate. Absolutely, and that's that's really nice. Now, any closing statements from either one of you? I mean, I think that. It's key for people to know about the title end of it. Mm-hmm. Having a good title company, having a good relationship. This doesn't sure. mean that there aren't other great title companies out there, 100%. Uh, there are people that are able to connect and work get together better uh, than than some other title companies. But uh, I appreciate everything that she does and her team does and the company does as a whole. And so uh, I wanted to bring her on so that, People and the general consumers know a little bit about mm-hmm. title. Yeah, I would encourage any agent if they have any questions, just look, come swing by one day and like okay. one of us will walk you through the title plant. What's called the title plant, where all of those deeds are, and okay. kind of explain exactly what we do. What uh, what kind of are you a coffee drinker? I am. What's your favorite place to get coffee? I love Yukon coffee. And what's your favorite drink to get from Yukon? I like never drink there. Or something. I drink yeah, um, yeah. Seven Brew, their iced coffee. Yeah. You don't know your favorite? Is it caramel? Is it vanilla? It's caramel. Is it hot or cold? It's cold. Okay, something <laughs> caramel cold <laughs> from Yukon Coffee. Before you go get her to show you around and give you all the information, take her some daggum coffee. <laughs> Same thing with uh, the other agents there. Who's going to be on the next show? Uh, I think we're going to have Ariana Thompson, uh, oh. Lending Lending World. Oh, good. Yes. That would be great. And right now it's key, so yeah, people can look forward to that. So thanks for tuning in. Lindsay from Central Title, remember if you close, close with Central. (laughs) If you have abstract, ask ask Lindsay. I'm just kidding. That's not Lindsay's job. (laughs) I'll get you an answer. There you go. You will. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We appreciate you being here. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Y'all keep in mind to uh, be patient with your closing officer, and if you have questions, just be cordial about them. And if you have information, give that information up. It'll speed your process up. Thanks for being here today. I can't remember our tagline for the end of the show because I did a podcast this morning <laughs> that was on another show. Uh, I think it's love God, love others, and let your work reflect that. We'll catch you on the next one. <laughs>